What's up, y'all? This your girl, Samantha, and it's my podcast, Naturalize. So today is October the 12th, and it is 5.43 in the afternoon. And so I wanted to get up here real quick because um, I got some free time before Bible study at 7 o'clock, and I, I, it's some stuff I want to talk about, and y'all already know me. Sis going to talk that talk, and that's on your mama, okay, period. So today I wanted to talk about upsetting your world okay so that's the title of the podcast upsetting your world so i'm just here to tell you that i was born and created by god to come and upset people's world and oh what do you mean by that i mean by saying god is going to send me places to advocate to preach the gospel to do the work he has called me to do in these atmospheres that don't even consume god like, haven't thought about God, haven't even, um, now I ain't gonna say heard of God because they definitely heard of God, but haven't really taken the time to get to know God or nothing like that. Like, literally nothing consumes God in these atmospheres. And God is like, I'm going to send somebody to that atmosphere to upset their world. And when I say upset their world, you have to feel as if that's God tugging on your heart that's god literally ruffling your feathers a little bit so that you can come out of the like out of the um mental capacity that you're currently in to have that shift because some people are so consumed of culture that they don't even know god when god is standing in front of them and god has called people like me who love Christ, who who down to ride, who don't care what you talking about. Like, that's the thing about me. Like, that's the thing about this podcast is like, um, I'm not here to sugarcoat stuff. And why am I not here to sugarcoat stuff? Because people need to hear the truth. Okay, see, I say that because, listen, I'm telling y'all, I, I talk up here all the time about how I lived a lie for eight years, pretending like, oh, I'm happy, I'm living my best life, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Meanwhile, I was miserable and suffering inside, like miserable, miserable. So I say all of that to say that I am now able to share about some of the things that I struggled with, the things I currently struggle with, and like some of the things that God has already brought me out of and the things he's currently still bringing me out of to show people like, hey, (laughs) I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Like, I've been in culture. Now I'm in Christ. And I'm here to come and tell you these things because, no, I'm not better than you. But I'm here to tell you these things because when it was me, wasn't nobody telling me nothing. Everybody sitting here going along with the crazy mess that I had going on, literally rooting for me. Like, I'm in a football game and they my biggest cheerleaders. Literally screaming their head off, go, 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 go. Meanwhile, I'm making some of the dumbest like decisions of my life involved in some of the stuff that should not even involve me. Literally going down the wrong path and people is literally like, go, 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 go. And I had to understand that it was because they too were going down the wrong path in their own life. And it's hard for them to give me clarity and hard for them to preach for me or reach for me and cheer for me in a positive way. By saying, hey, I love you enough to tell you that, hey, what you're doing is not right. Hey, I love you enough to tell you that, hey, I know this might come off as a little hard and it might upset your feelings and it might upset your world and it might like make you feel like I might be a little bit against you, but you know I'm not. I'm here to tell you this because I love you and um, I just don't want to see you deteriorate because that's what you're doing right now. That's why my podcast was created. It was created because I had nobody when it was me. 
literally. People was literally just cheering me on for the dumbest stuff, literally giving me advice. And when I sit and reflect, I'd be like, dang. Well, no wonder she was able to give me advice because it's now came out that she's dealing with this or she's dealt with that. And I mean, we were just two broken people being friends. And one of us had to wake up or both of us was going to keep going down the wrong path because we were going together. But if nobody had that shift to say, hey, I can't do this anymore. We all won't going to be nothing but another generational curse literally existing. So I'm here because my purpose is to upset people's world. I love you enough, but I'm going to tell you. I love you, but I love you too much to let you keep continuing to go on the way you're going on. I love you too much to tell you, to not tell you, my bad, to not tell you that what you're doing is wrong and that's going to cause self-harm in the long run. Um, I love you too much to not tell you that the actions you're taking in um, are actually self-sabotaging yourself. No, I love you too much for that. I love you too much to suffer. I love you too much to just keep going down the wrong path. I love you too much to count you to count you out when you're counting yourself out. No, I'm here to upset your world. I'm here to tell you that this ain't it. And I I, I sometimes feel like um I had a few friends in the past who would take offense to to what I'm saying and I I couldn't really understand because I don't say it in a I don't say it in a in a disrespectful way. Like, um, I'm telling you the brutal truth, right? I'm telling you the brutal truth. I'm not calling you like, oh, you dumb, you stupid. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is, hey, let's dissect this thing together. Because obviously when you're not saved and I'm saved, we have two different sites. Like, our vision is completely different. You're living in culture, so you have on shades. I'm living in... Um, Christ, so I have on prescription glasses. Like I, I'm, I'm actually able to see. Your vision is a little hazy because when the sun go down, I bet you you, you got to squint your eyes to see. Because if you got on shades, you ain't gonna really be able to see like that because it's dark time outside. Whereas if I have on prescription glasses, my vision is not gonna be altered. Like yeah, it might be a little more like um difficult to see at night because of the lighting, but my vision is still clear. Shades, when you got on shades, no, <laughs> no, like even when you're wearing shades in the daytime, it's literally to keep the light from shining in your eye, to keep you from living in your truth, from for, to keep you from paying attention to what you're really doing, because what you're really doing is deteriorating. So I'm here to upset your world. I say it in a way that makes you feel like, um, hey, like this is done out of love. And some of my friends would take offense to it because they would be like, whoa, like, um, I feel some type of way. And the first thing that would come to me would be like, you feel some type of way. You feel some type of way. Why? Because I said something that applies to your situation. Because let's dissect things here. We've been friends for this amount of time. You know my character from before when I was in Christ and now when I'm in Christ. So I'm not understanding. It's not that my care. It's not that it's my character you're, you're, you're judging. It's the words that I'm saying that you don't like. Because I meet the characteristics to be your friend when um, I'm rooting for you. When I see you doing dumb shit and I don't say nothing, I'm still able to be your friend then. But the moment I call you out and tell you, hey, out of love, I'm telling you what you're doing is not right. It's you take offense. That's odd. Because you know my character. So you just don't like the words that I'm saying. And what I used to understand, had to understand was... Um, <clears throat> Some of the people that I would hang around would root for my podcast. They would root for me. 
Oh yeah, we love it. We we gonna wear this. We gonna wear that. We gonna we gonna promote. We gonna promote. We gonna do this. We gonna do that. But then, when I started applying the knowledge that I'm I'm teaching everybody, also myself, okay, because God is teaching me. I'm teaching y'all what He's teaching me, so that we can walk through this thing together. It's not even saying that I'm further ahead of anybody or nothing like that. No, literally, I'm just sharing the journey that I'm on out loud. Oh, obedience is the key to advancement. So if I'm advancing, that obviously means I'm being obedient. If you're not advancement, if you're not advancing, go back and ask God where you're being disobedient at. But I'm literally giving you the bust down as I'm on my walk with Christ. It's not once I've reached the finish line, the finish line. I'm literally giving you the bust down as I'm running the marathon, as I'm running the race, as I'm staying to the course. But I had to realize that. Some people would root for me until it was time for them to be taught what I teach on my podcast. And I would just be like, oh, that's odd. That's wild. And why would it be so wild? It would be so mind blowing because I would just be like, so you want me, you want me to give the bus down on a podcast to all the other women across the world, but not you as my friend. Literally somebody who is standing by me day by day, literally in my circle around me. Also, you got to remember, you you consume what you surround yourself with. So if I'm surrounding myself by people who continue to make these decisions after I have tried to give them feedback to better help them, because I have learned what I have learned on my walk with Christ, that God has had to, you know, Pop my hand a few times to say, hey, that's not what we're supposed to be doing because that's outside of my will. This is going to lead to another thing in your life. You know how you cuddle with people at nighttime that you ain't got no business cuddling with? Yeah, then you're going to start wanting to have sex. So I'm only teaching you what's being taught to me. But the moment I tell you, you don't like that. And I'm just like, that's wild. Because how am I going to be surrounded by people who have the potential to rub off on me. See, that's because that's how the devil play with your mind. That's called the devil's playground. When you're around people who are outside of God's will for your their life, but they are content staying outside of the will of um outside of the will that God has for their life. That's a devil's playground. If you feel like you're gonna always be able to be friends with them, I'm here to upset your world to tell you you're not. You're not. Why would God give you community of people who you're sitting here trying to be the outreach to? Because see, God, God uses us in a funny way. And see, God used me in a way to say, hey, I'm going to change your world. I'm going to upset your world. God upset my world. The only reason I got saved because I literally was waiting Saturday night for one of my exes to come and spend a night with me. And that nigga stood me up. He stood me up. I woke up Sunday morning and I was like, I'm so pissed off. I'm so tired of living like this. Like, I'm so tired of dealing with this. I deserve better. What do I'm just going to church. Literally, didn't even have no intentions on getting saved. I'm like, I'm just going to church because I'm in a bad mood. It's Sunday. Ain't nobody here. I might as well. It's virtual. I ain't doing nothing else. Might as well go to church. Mid-sermon, God upset my world. Upset my world. You're not leaving here without me today because if you do leave here without me today, you're going back to that same miserable life you woke up to this morning. So it's either take me with you and we go back to that miserable life together, but I'm here to tell you that it's going to get better or go back to that miserable life yourself and um, figure it out for yourself the way you've been doing. And it don't look like you're doing a great job at that. God upset my world. 
And so now I'm here saying I have this calling on my life to come and upset other people's world. And see, it's not that I'm doing it out of hurt. I'm doing it out of love because see, I was on the path to destruction. Okay. Like literally not even, I honestly don't even know if God would have upset my world that day that I would have ever gotten saved. I'm being, like, I'm just being completely hundred right now. If I had not went to church that day, I don't even know if I would have came to Christ. God upset my world. And now I'm going through this, this walk with Christ, literally living out loud for Christ, literally being a vessel for Christ. You know how many people I was surrounded by who would have never woke up? I'm here to tell you that when people, when God calls you back to these environments, because that's what he did when he upset my world, he was like, oh, I'm upsetting your world, but it's for a greater cause. I'm about to allow you to go back to the same sick environments that you were in. Yeah, amongst all those friends that's not believers, that's all smoking weed, getting high, doing all these crazy things, sleeping with all these foes, literally turning up, literally got hate in their heart, literally can't forgive nobody. Yeah, I'm about to send you back to them people. Because they remember how you were before you came to Christ. You was literally having sex, smoking weed, getting drunk, turning up, doing all this, having hate in your heart, not forgiving people for things that you, you should be forgiving them for. Yeah, I'm going to send you back to them that same environment because they remember the old you. Uh-huh, they do. But I'm about to show them how I upset your world and how it has started transforming your world. So that maybe they can get a grasp on what's taking place in your life and they will navigate to the option that you chose to navigate to. Christ. So let's go back to these environments. But I just need you to know that you're not here to stay. And I say you're not here to stay. Only if they do not get on board. Because, see, that's the thing. You, We get these mentalities of, oh, I've been made new in Christ. I can go back to that environment. You can because God called me back to the same very friends that I had before I got saved. He had, he called me back to the same, um, same places I was hanging out before I got saved. Literally got saved and literally the weekend after that, no cap. I put on Facebook, going to praise and worship, a.k.a. the club. Because for one, you weren't about to try to condemn me to tell me that um, I won't save because I already knew what God had told me. It's in you. Yeah, you deal with some stuff and you got some messy ways and you got some bad habits. But we're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. But for now, just be you. Be you because as you be you, I'm going to be me and we're going to partner together and I'm about to transform your life in ways you didn't even know. So go back to that same environment that you was comfortable being in when you were sick. I need you to go back there because I need you to tell them what I'm doing in you so that they can gravitate to what is happening in your life so that I can give them the same kind of access that they're deserving of, the same access that they have access to, but they're going to have to come and seek me to gain access. So go back to that environment around them people in that atmosphere. Be yourself. Know that I've called you. Know that you're chosen. Know that you're saved no matter what they're talking about because I just told you. That the only requirement that comes with Christ is to be yourself and to accept me as your Lord and personal Savior, Jesus Christ. Go back to that atmosphere. Be around those friends. But I'm here to tell you, don't get comfortable. Because when you go back to these environments and these people do not start gravitating to the option that's available to them, which is Christ. <coughs> they continue to stay complacent. 
They continue to stay outside of the will that God has for their life. They continue to feel as if it's okay for them to choose other than what God has for them. So you say, whoa, birds of a feather flock together. I am what I, I'm, I consume what I'm around. So therefore, if it's seven of y'all who are content being outside of the will of God's life, the outside of God's will for your life, then um, it's one of me. Y'all have the power to more so brainwash me than I can brainwash you. It's easier for me to go to culture because it's so many of y'all versus y'all to come to Christ because it's so few of me. So God is like, uh, I just need you to go be yourself and um, tell them what I'm doing in you. Whether they choose to accept me or whether they choose to accept this opportunity or not, it's not up to you. You lose no reward. You're just literally going back to the atmosphere that you were once sick in to show them how I'm healing you. So that they can see that the same healing is available to them if they tap into it. They didn't. They didn't. And God said, your time here is up. Your time here is up. I can't allow you to stay around these people who are content being misled and content being outside of the things that I have for them. Because if I continue to allow you to stay in that atmosphere, you will become what you consume. So I have to call you out. You've done the work. Congrats. I'm glad that you went in that uncomfortable environment and told them and did what I told you to do. But also, I know it hurts you that they can't come. But what I'm here to tell you is that it's not saying that I don't have friends available for you. Oh, there's friends coming. I'm establishing that community for you right now. and You don't even know it because you don't see it. But it's available for you. But I'm just here to tell you that those ones can't go. Because... You have upset the world. I am here to tell you that I am here to upset your world. I am here to show you that there is another way. I'm here to give you the bus down for free. I don't even charge for the podcast. You know what I mean? People is like, oh, you should charge for your podcast. For what? I'm going to be big blessed anyway. I don't need to charge for this podcast. This is free game. And I love it so much. And I'm so passionate about it. And God know that it's. Something I literally admire, like I, I, I'm so in love with this platform that God has given me because I'm going to use my voice and not just that, but I want to use my voice to help other people come to Christ so that they don't have to work harder, but also to understand and to know that everybody, everybody ain't cheering for you just to reap something in return. I don't want nothing from none of y'all. I just want you to listen and I don't want you to listen for no views, literally no kizzy. Y'all, I literally don't even talk like that. I'm crying. No cap. I'm crying. No cap. Like, I, for the first time, checked the analytics since I had this podcast. And I only checked the analytics because a brand reached out to me and asked me to do some content for them. And they was like, we need to... Um, we need the analytics um, for your podcast to see how many viewers you have, to see like what popular um, episodes were most popular, to see where your viewers are coming from, to see how many people follow your podcast. I never check the analytics because guess what? I don't give a damn. I don't care. I know that I'm so passionate about this that I don't care if nobody ever listened. I'm just saying that the obedience is what comes as the reward. See, that's the thing. We get so wrapped up into believing, oh, these amount of views matter. Oh, these amount of likes matter. Oh, if people tap into this or if people wear my merch, oh, this matters. No. What matters is God told me to start a podcast. That's what matters. My reward 
has already come because I started the podcast. Not because people tapped in, not because people got on my stuff, not because people show me love, not because people listening, not because people sharing it. No, that's not the reward. The reward comes because I was obedient to what God called me to do, which is start the podcast. But we get so wrapped up into, oh, well, I'm not going to do this because I don't know if people are going to um, support me or I don't know if people are going to do this or people are going to do that. And God is like, your reward comes from being obedient with me. And so that's why I started this podcast. I literally would have never cared about analytics. Don't care anyway. I still haven't checked the analytics since that day that people asked me to submit the stuff. And it's because I'm so passionate about this podcast that I don't care if this podcast never made money. I don't care. I know that I'm being obedient by doing what God has called me to do, which is start a podcast. I don't care about me charging people for, for the bus down. For what? For what? I don't have to do that. The thing that I care most about is that people are set free from the things that they struggle with. Stop surviving and start thriving. Come to Christ and give your life to Christ so that he can do something with your life. That's the only thing I care about because I want to see you in heaven. <laughs> I want you to be over there like where, hey, come be my neighbor for all I care. Like, I want you to get into the dough, okay? So I'm here to tell you and to show you what it looks like and to upset your world so that you can see that God is chasing after you for you to come and have a relationship with him so that he can do something with your world, so that he can upset your world so that you can go and fulfill the purpose that he has called for you to go and fulfill so that you can go out and upset other people's world. If... I would have never upset your world. You would simply just keep existing. God sends people like myself, passionate about Christ, on fire for Christ, knowing who they are. I don't care what you tell me. I don't, I don't care. That's the thing about me. Like, I don't, and when I say I don't care, I'm so deep in with Christ. Like, you can tell me all kind of stuff. Like, um, uh, you, you I, I some people say the wildest stuff, and I'm like, I'm not about to go back and forth with you about Christ because I know who I am in Christ. I know what Christ has done for me. I know the relationship that I have with Christ. You ain't tapped into it, so I understand why you're saying what you're saying or whatever the case may be, but I'm just here to do what I'm called to do. I'm not about to do that because I know who I am. I know what I'm passionate about, and I know what God has called me to do. Listen, I'm going to do the work that God has called me to do and I'm going to come and upset people's world. And if you don't want to tap into it and grant yourself the access that God is giving away for free, then that's on you. It has nothing to do with me. The obedience came because I went and did what God told me to do. So if God told me to go and talk to her and say, hey, I need you. To, I'm going to speak through you. I just need you to go have a conversation with her. Cool. Now, whether she chose to tap into what was given to her. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not losing my reward. I'm not doing none of that. I'm literally being obedient. Therefore, I have just passed the test because the obedience was what what was what the task was. Hey, I need you to go talk to her. Not whether if she agreed to what I said, whether she responded to what I was talking about. Whoop de whoop. I that has nothing to do with me. God is going to send people like myself to up set your world but if you never pay attention to the signs you'll miss them we get so quick to be offended offended how are you always i always was told and i and i know from example now because and i from experience now because um if it don't apply let it fly 
I say that because I'm literally in Christ. You know how many people have tried to probably tell me um, this or that about Christ? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, like, because if it doesn't apply, I let it fly. Why am I about to sit here and argue with you about who I know I am in Christ? Maybe you're not meant to understand it because for one, you might not probably be in Christ. And then for two, um, I'm pretty sure there's only one Samantha Jovan. I don't care if we did have the same name, but there's only one person with the same DNA as me completely to 100%, which is myself. Therefore, my walk with Christ might look, it's going to look different than your walk with Christ because we're two different people. But what I'm not about to do <laughs> is let you convince me of who I am in Christ when I already know who I am in Christ. So I'm here to tell you that people are going to come and upset your world. But if you do not pay attention to it, it could come off as offense. But what I'm telling you is I just don't know how someone could get offended by something that didn't offend them. How are you getting offended by something if it wasn't true? Um, Your feathers are ruffled because the situation that I just said to you applies to your current situation or something you're dealing with. And this is God sending a vessel to upset your world. But again, if you don't pay attention to the signs, you will miss them. So I'm here to tell you that this platform is not to sugarcoat anything. I'm not sugarcoating anything because it's folks literally dying every day before they give their life to Christ. Not even knowing like, hey, they have access because people have made them feel as if they couldn't tap into certain things with Christ because they didn't meet the qualifications or they didn't meet the characteristics that somebody has made up along the way and people are dying literally without giving their life to Christ. And that stops right here with Naturalized Podcast because I'm going to talk that talk. I'm going to tell you, hey, I came to Christ smoking weed, literally getting high every day, getting high every day, having a good time. Literally reading the Bible, going about a study, doing all of that, still smoking weed. And God said, I know you smoke weed. Duh. <laughs> I'm the creator. I know who you are, what you are, and what you're consumed of. But I'm just thankful that you came to Christ because the only qualification that matters is you accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord, your personal Lord and Savior. But because there's fake Christians out here, not even let me not let me not use the word term. Let me not use the term fake. Because I'm not going to say the word faith. There's a bunch of lukewarm Christians out here. Let me use that word. Lukewarm Christians out here that are showing people the wrong kind of thing and, and, and halfway telling the truth and hiding the other part and misleading people. Literally, you're going like literally sending people to hell because of the truth that you're omitting. Literally making people feel as if they don't have to be them. They can't be themselves in Christ because they deal with too much. They too messy. I don't know if God want to use all of that. No. So that's why God gave me this platform because he's like, oh, she's going to talk that talk. She's going to tell them what she struggled with. She's going to tell them what she currently struggled with. She's going to tell them how, look, don't let people be the reason why you count yourself out of um, um, on having a relationship with God. Don't let people tell you what they feel your relationship with God should look like. Them folks is not you. It's literally one of you. So why would they be able to have an identical relationship with you? I mean, an identical relationship with God that resembles your relationship with God to the T. No, 
It's only one of me and it's only one of you. So it's going to be different. That's the beauty of Christ. Because if God was literally a one-way God, meaning everybody had to fix this all these characteristics, everything. Like you literally, maybe you had to have black hair. Maybe you had to be five, four, whatever the case may be. If God had that kind of stuff as a qualification, we wouldn't be able to come to Christ because folks five, six, people six, six, people four, nine, all kind of stuff. So why wouldn't God be God if he, if he allowed it to be a personal walk with each and every one of us that way we got to be ourselves but also get to show other people that that's the beauty of Christ that yes you might be a mess and tore the hell up just like I was a mess and tore the hell up but I just want you to know like your mess might not look like my mess you might not deal with the same things that I deal with but you still got access you got the same access that I have access to and I just want you to know that hey that's the beauty of Christ because by God's grace we all don't have to have the same characteristics in order to meet the qualifications that come with Christ. The only qualification is saying, hey, I want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. That's the only qualification. So, again, I'm just here to upset your world. This podcast is not to sugarcoat anything. It's to tell you the bust down so that you can tap into the access that God has granted to you. I'm not here to be your friend. I am here to be your friend. I would love to be your friend. I would love to be your sister, actually. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to sugarcoat you and watch you drown, watch you deteriorate. No, I'm going to be who God has called me to be because this is the platform and this is the position that God has called me to serve in. And remember, the likes, the, the numbers, the analytics, none of that is not what God told me to focus on. God said the obedience comes by you starting the podcast. I started the podcast. This is free game. I got to go. So I'm just here to tell you this podcast is here just to upset your world.